Strong words, bro. Hey, man, brother. Fred Hampton, man. R.I.P. to Fred Hampton, one of the best black leaders ever. Got a, killed way too early. I'm not going to say he died. He was killed. He was assassinated way too early. Age of 22, I believe, man. Yeah, definitely was assassinated, man. Kind of feel, yeah. kind of feel right. I want to just start with some, man. I just want to start with a little something, but uh, that that kind of felt right. For the last few weeks, it just seemed like we still been banging our head against that brick wall. Hopefully, trying to break through it. You know. Yeah, we still got a long way to go, man. You know. It's going to take a lot of work. It's not going to happen overnight. And some of the changes that we're looking for, we may not see in our lifetime, but, you know, future generations may benefit from it. Exactly. Before we get too too far into, you know, the podcast, how are you, bro? How is your, um, how is your, how's your mental space? How you been, how you been holding up? What's good? What's going on in your life? Everything all right? What's good? Yeah, man, holding up good for the most part. Uh, like I say, I ain't going to complain about nothing, man, because shit can always be worse. Um, you know, just out here trying to stay, you know, one step ahead of the game, getting better every day, shifting my focus, you know, the, the things that's going to bring more positive value to me versus, you know, sitting back watching everybody else get it. I'm trying to get it, too. What about you, man? Same. No complaints, man. Uh Pretty much the same thing, trying to get um, this business off the ground. Uh, you know, just becoming better every day. I know that sounds like a generic answer, but when you're really trying to work towards that, it's different. You know, it hit a little bit different when you're actually trying to work towards something. Nah, I wouldn't necessarily call it a generic answer, man. This shit is marathon. Ain't no sprint by far. You know what I'm saying? Every day you just... You know, make sure you're taking another step in that direction, man. And and, and all it's gonna play out when it's supposed to play out. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely that, man. TMC, nigga, the, the marathon continues. Yes, indeed. Rest in peace, Nip. Neighborhood Nip. Rest in peace, neighborhood Nip, man. Oh, uh, what we gonna get into this week, bro? Same old, same old. Um. You know, the world's spinning. I just want to get into it. Let's get into a little recap of what's going on. I know we've been talking. Okay. Uh, this past week, we had a couple things go on. Uh, I just want to touch base as far as, like, you know, the in social injustice. I'm not even going to lie. My list grew in 24-hour span. And uh, <laughs> I know we had already talked about a couple things that we want to discuss, but my list grew in, by two and. A 24-hour span. Uh, first thing I wanted to say was, once again, RIP uh, 
to George Floyd, bro. His homecoming was this past week. His home going was this past week. Excuse me. Home going was this past week. It was a beautiful service. Uh, a lot of people showed support and came out. And uh, I saw Houston. Everybody came out and represented um, for the procession or whatever. The funeral procession. I saw the you know the videos or whatever. Is the his body was carried through through the city and route yeah. to his final resting place, man. Uh, I saw a lot, uh, like I said, I saw a lot of people out, um, not only black people, white people, Hispanic people, a lot of people came together. So, um, that's one thing to take that took place. You're in Houston. Did you, did you get to witness anything? Did you feel that shift in energy? Nah, not per, oh yeah, well, yeah, I felt the shift in the energy, but as far as, uh, you know, going out and participating, no, I haven't personally gone out and participating, you know, I'm still you know, quarantining, you know, I don't know what's what with the, with the virus and all that good stuff. You know, a lot of people may feel safe risking it, but I personally didn't. You got kids, man. You got two two children, two kids that you need to think about. I'm with you. So I was just telling my wife, I wish I could do more and I could be more involved. But man, yeah. I, I signed as many petitions and I've tried to donate as when I could. And, you know. Yeah, my, my active... Me being active has been on social media mostly. Yeah, man. And just this is also using this platform also. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, but social yeah. media, it did kind of give us an extra uh, you know, line of participating in activism. You know, back in the day you physically had to be out there, you know, to make your presence felt. But now, you know, we got plenty of tools, you know, as far as uh whatever platform you you know you use. One of my main ones has been on LinkedIn. You know, there's been a bunch of people. This is supposed to be a professional job site now, you know, uh, speaking on their professional, I mean, their uh, personal views on this page. You know, I've just been going through correcting a lot of people on shit they've been saying and, uh, you know, giving them a different perspective versus just spewing that shit out and thousands of people seeing it and thinking that that's, you know, that's law. Yeah, exactly. Everybody got that. Everybody got a. Uh, I like to say this. Everybody has an opinion, and they can have their opinion. But when your opinion is foolish, or it's a bigoted opinion, or whatever, that's when I kind of like damn near disqualify your opinion. Right. And I'm just being honest. That's me. Like that might not be the way the world works, but you know, you have your opinion as long as it doesn't tear down someone else correct i mean so yeah i i feel you i try to i try to stay away from as much i've seen enough negative stuff um uh, pertaining to um blm uh george floyd inequality in general these confederate um statues being torn down these confederate flags being you know taken down and you know they trying to change the names of the bases uh that's named after confederate generals and soldiers or whatever good yeah. shit they trying to you know pass that if y'all want us to participate in the pledge of allegiance and, and the star spangled banner and all that bullshit that's a start right there get rid of all that shit right there Thanks. Thanks. Um, 
damn, I was about to say something just now. Uh, it was kind of something new that wasn't on my mind. I guess when I started talking, I kind of thought of it just then. I got oh, a yeah, bad. Of course, huh? No, nah, no, you didn't. I just got a bad memory. My shit horrible. You will. <laughs> y'all niggas, nah, niggas will quickly realize that should I be talking about some shit and then completely forgetting that. Nigga, I had to ask you what I was talking about. My shit, my memory bad, bro. Man, my shit like that, too. I be forgetting it and made sentence. Man, we just old, bro. <laughs> yeah, that we, we, get, we getting up there, man. Niggas got to start taking vitamins and ginseng and shit. Nigga, trying to stay afloat. Nigga, got yeah. fish, man. Fish oil. <laughs> Nigga, too old out here, bro. Niggas talking about taking fish oils. I mean, shit, that's 99% of what our uh, group chats be about anyway, talking about different supplements and and, <laughs> and, and health regimens and shit. For real, though. Shit change quick. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> no, so... With all of this shit happening right now, man, this is the first time I realized just how much power the president really don't have, my nigga. <laughs> Why you say that? This nigga, uh, Trump, bro. Nigga, T-Rump. That nigga T-Rump be out here tripping. He'll say some shit. He be like, that shit ain't gonna happen. And then, like, if you don't, if, if you one of those people, like, if you don't dig into the laws and know who has the right to veto what or whatever it has to pass through this. You know what I'm saying? If the president yeah. can't veto it or whatever, like, you won't know. But Trump will just make it seem like, oh, he the, I'm, hey, man, you see that, you see what my name say, you see what that name plate say on my desk? It say president. That's, if you look at, that's how that nigga, excuse me, sir, do you see my badge? <laughs> it, it, it say president. <laughs> That nigga Trump, that nigga Trump the president, bro, and this nigga just read the first four uh words in the description of pre- the the um the definition of president. Like that nigga ain't finished reading the entire definition. Yeah, you probably ain't read that shit. Bam be tripping. But the what was fucking me up, they was talking about changing the names of the bases for the Confederate soldiers or whatever that they're named after. Yeah. And uh that motherfucker was like, nope, not gonna happen. Then I looked into it, I'm like, Nigga, you really don't have no say. <laughs> like, if they pass the bill, nigga, you out. Like, they, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm to a voting, and that's the law. Yeah, fam. Like, this this has really shown me, like, how much, pre- how much power the president really don't have. Like, he really is showing you that the president's just a fucking face to a degree. I mean, but, technically... <laughs> <laughs> she, if you really want to go there, yeah, that's all. It, that's all they really are. When well, you breaking it down, yeah. But uh, that nigga assistant pimp. <laughs> you pimp, you broke pimp, man. That nigga called the president uh, assistant pimp. Man, you a pimp? You your dad? That nigga told that nigga said you a assistant pimp. See, your daddy was an assistant pimp. Your granddaddy was an assistant pimp. Your great-great-granddaddy was an assistant pimp. You can't... Re- that nigga ain't reached the 44th level yet. Hmm. That nigga still on level three. Man, that nigga, that nigga 45, and he ain't on 44. Ooh, bars, nigga. <laughs> that nigga ain't made it to level 44, but he 45. Ooh, nigga. Nah, but... uh. 
what else been going on, bro? Uh, like I said, R.I.P. once again to the brother. Uh, your daughter said the best. Your, your daddy changed the world, man. Uh, one step at a time. It it like I said, you can say whatever. I'm not gonna bring up uh Candace Owens in this because I don't want to get off and put no negative energy into the air any more negative energy. Uh, she but, don't. She don't deserve no no burn no way, man. Yeah. When you know, when you I don't care. I just want to get this off my chest though. Uh, I don't care what somebody's background is. You can't say somebody's not a good person. Because at the end of the day, that shit is in the eye of the beholder. We all human. We all make mistakes. And it doesn't, changing changing your life, it doesn't have an expiration date. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So whether you were, you were a knucklehead when you were young, you might have been a knucklehead in your 20s. A lot of us change when we get to have children, right? But yeah, and then forever, it's a lot of us who don't change. So it's no expiration date on changing your life and live, trying to be an outstanding, outstanding citizen and live the right way, bro. You know what I'm saying? So whenever somebody says something like that, that doesn't matter. Your past transgressions, they do not matter. You don't, you don't. Nobody deserves to die in the street. Man, you're only as good as your last 24 hours, though. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I I won't I won't allow anybody to paint that type of narrative against anybody. Somebody, especially for somebody who can't stand up for themselves, who's no longer here. No. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Um, what you think about um uh, the corporations? Shout out first. I want to say shout out to all the uh you know the allies. Shout out to the allies who've been stepping up, but it's been some pandering going on. A whole lot of it. With white people and corporations. Yes, yeah, a whole lot of that shit going it's on. It's some black pandering going on, too, but you know what? I never speak about that shit right now. Not during right now. <laughs> Not now. We together right now. Yeah. Pander on, my brother. Yeah, I got upset the other day because, you know, we all on one accord right now. Then uh, Chick wanted to post some shit about... uh. You know, black men ain't shit type type shit, and I'm like, come on, man, you couldn't wait till next Monday for that, man. She gotta wait. You that you should have reported her her account. I should have. I'm like, that should hate, man. That should hate. Uh, hate mail. Hate, hate like, language. Everybody on one page. We all working together towards the same goal. Now, here, and here you go. go. Black men ain't shit. <laughs> Ain't shit right now. You got like you got to go yeah. live. In, you got to go live in the worst possible atmosphere, or the worst place you can think of putting somebody. Almost got called Candace Owens. <laughs> Candace Owens. Nah, I'm about to chill, bro, because I'd be ran out some jokes on her ass. <laughs> Candace Owens. She'll participate. She'll be a willing participant in white boy stunt porn. Ghetto gaggers porn. <laughs> I hate when I hate when black chicks get on and do fucking uh their fucking racial porn, bro. That shit burns me up. <laughs> yeah, that shit be pissing me off. <laughs> and then I know you playing a role. <laughs> like porn is kind of like fucking uh, <laughs> like real TV. Like 
niggas be niggas be bad at Tariq off power, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, playing bro. Shit, nah, that shit was real right there. Yeah. Niggas wanted to whoop Tariq for real. Yeah, Tariq was catching all kind of smoke. Yeah, man, but uh, no. So, what you what what what's your what's your take? On a lot of the corporations um, putting out these quotes, it's a lot of them. They seem so generic. It look like copy and paste. We stand. It seems like everything's just been copy and paste. It's it's only been a couple that uh I've seen. Shout like I say, I'll, nigga, I'll keep continue saying this shit. I might end up being wrong about them, but shout out Ben and Jerry. Hell yeah, Ben and Jerry got arrested for the calls. <laughs> they didn't put out. A, they didn't put out a black girl magic ice cream or some shit. They call it Black Lives Matter ice cream. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy they, it. You can order they, it from, from direct from uh, Ben and Jerry's. Okay, bet they ain't pay us to say this podcast. So. No, they ain't. They ain't pay us to say this shit. Maybe, maybe you know, one day. I mean, but if y'all feeling, if y'all feeling frisky, man, for real, we'll take it. We need possible black backlash ice cream. We take everywhere you go. Hey, uh, I, they without I don't care. It's cool that they did the ice cream, but I want to know who designed the box for that shit. Nigga, I don't know. They can call that shit to Reggie and Derry and, and put that <laughs> shit out, nigga. What Wakanda flavor? Hell yeah! Now we gotta name that shit. Uh, some shit, some Monroe shit. Lee, <laughs> Lee Joyner boys. Lee Joyner. Hell nah, Lee Joyner probably was fucking racist as fuck. You know Lee Joyner was racist. Barkdale Falk. Racist. <laughs> Barkdale. <laughs> Barkdale. Barkdale Falk. Barkdale. I bet that nigga was live as fucking football. Man, that nigga probably was just smart, man. Barkdale Falk. Yeah, bro, we gotta have, we gotta come up with a name. So we can get our ice cream popping, and I and our uh and our our box gonna be uh dashiki color. It's <laughs> gonna be pro black, nigga. But uh, yeah, what you think about these corporations, bro? I I that's I I know how I feel. How do you feel? I mean, I'm. I'm cool with it for the most part, but like you said, it's been a lot of pandering going on. It seems like a lot of those statements have been, you know, it's been written by somebody white. Then they'll pass it on to like, you know, whoever they got next to them, you know, that's colored. Tom. <laughs> Tom. They'll pass it on to Tom. Let Tom read it to make sure it's straight. Mm-hmm. And they'll put it out. And, uh, you know, as far as them donating the money, man, shit, y'all owe that anyway. You know, especially you know, as much money as much as much as the black dollar goes into their businesses anyway. Mm-hmm. The shit they putting back in, they should have been doing that a long time ago anyway. So you know, I'm glad they're doing it now, but at the same time, don't make it seem like y'all doing us a favor. Niggas, niggas been out here getting diabetes off y'all ice cream for ages. Well, you know, not not just Ben and Jerry, you know, other co- corporations too. Niggas been out here spending their last on y'all Jordans. Y'all Jays. Nike, Adidas. Oh, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Reebok. We we made the culture, bro. That's the yeah. one thing I, I always will say this. Like, nigga, the sneaker game is popular because of black people. Fucking right. You know, is and it's just it's like how we it was 
you know. That's another thing that I feel like, excuse me, that was appropriated, though. It's just like that whole style, like the sneaker game, like, and, you know, cool, because I'm a, you know, I'm a sneaker fanatic. Uh, I'm OG sneaker fanatic, though. I'm not a new school sneaker nigga. Like, I stood in lines. I slept outside. Uh, I was doing, I was calling 10 fucking 15 st- before the internet. I was calling stores. Hey, you gonna get these? You gonna get these? Who, who couldn't find them? I was doing all that footwork. I'm a real OG sneakerhead. I ain't just a nigga who collect J's. Nigga, I collect Adidas, Jordans, Pumas. Nigga, if it's a it hyper strikes, quick strikes. Yeah. G- general release. You name it, I got it. And I've been doing it and forever. Got too many shoes, not enough space. But since forever, uh, but I feel like you say Nike, Adidas, they owe us that, bro. We we create we cur- we curated the culture, right? We gave them that space to fucking be prosperous in. You feel me? Yeah, because I mean, even even still, you know, with Nike, uh, going in signing black athletes or signing uh, you know, deals with these major colleges and shit like that. That's off the back of black people. Because so, ain't nobody out here trying to wear no fucking running cyclists, my nigga. Nigga, wasn't nobody trying to wear no Danny Days. You remember Danny Day from the 92 Olympics? I ain't gonna lie, them niggas, one of them niggas was like half black. Was he? Hell yeah. I don't remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, one nigga was white to me. <laughs> nah, he was white to me, man. You made that joke the other day. I was like, hey, hold on. One of them niggas was half black. Hey, well, my bad. My one, man, just the, the one drop. We, I subscribe to the one drop room, nigga. Hey, man, nigga, look just like Jack Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I do. I remember that shit though. But yeah, man, I uh, yeah, it. We curated the culture, bro, and you, you could, you completely correct. It was, man, R.I.P. to Bobby Hurley, but niggas ain't trying to rock Bobby Hurley's. <laughs> when Bobby Hurley died, though. Bobby Hurley died in a fucking uh, accident, remember? When? Bobby Hurley been dead, man. Bobby Hurley, nigga? Yes, nigga. Bobby Hurley. <laughs> Bobby Hurley died when he was like 21, my nigga. That nigga been dead. Nah, I remember he had an accident, but I don't remember that nigga being dead. He man, dead? Man, Bobby Hurley dead, fam. Nah, he ain't know. dead. That nigga might just have nah, Bobby Hurley ain't dead, man. He had that motorcycle accident or some shit. Oh, he ruined his he ended his career. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck Bobby Hurley died, man? Still RIP to Bobby Hurley. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Hurley was coaching and everything. This nigga he is coaching too. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm sitting up here lying. That nigga definitely coaching, bro. Now that, I, now, that, now that I'm sitting up here talking about this shit, that nigga Bobby Hurley definitely got damn coaches. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby Hurley. Hey, well, fuck it. He only got like six more years anyway, man. Now he young, bro. That nigga, I don't, I don't think Bobby Hurley even 50. <laughs> Shit, he close that nigga, that nigga said Bobby Hurley got six years, like he's seventy nine, nigga. 80. Man, that that nigga close to it, man. Cause uh, I'm about to Google this shit real quick. Hold wait, on. He, he was after Christian Leitner, right? Or was he there at the same time? The da, 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 da. Grand Hill. This nigga coached, yeah, bro. That nigga coached uh Arizona State right now. He only forty eight. Okay, he's still young. Yeah, that nigga close to 50. Hey, but fuck that. That even make it even better. Like, nigga, fuck that. Niggas wasn't trying to rock Bobby Hurley's. 
Nah, not at all. So, yeah, like off the back, that shit was made off the back of black athletes. Like you said, uh, we made we created that lane to go down and we made it popular. We wore that shit in fucking music videos and rap videos. Drug <laughs> is mad <laughs> you wanna be about this shit. The drug dealers wore the Jordans and the shell toes and you know, the the niggas who was B boys wore fucking the Dita uh, fucking jumpsuits and shit like that. You feel me? Hey, on the cool, that's who supported a, a, a large portion of their business. You know, if they want to be mad about some shit, y'all, you know, giving all these niggas, all these sentences, these long ass sentences and shit like that, but they didn't, they done fucked around and built a lot of these corporations up, spending their money with y'all. For real, for real. Um, backtrack some shit come around full circle. So they tearing down all of these fucking statues or whatever. Uh, these soldiers, uh, we've been trying to do that. We've been trying to get this shit done for years, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, us coming from the South, that shit is it's coming face, coming place with us. As you know a matter of fact, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, go ahead. Lee Jr. High and, and Robert Mon- Lee and Monroe, Louisiana. My nigga wanted to Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Robert E. Lee. <laughs> I hated that shit too. That nigga said, I, mean, I, I, I liked it because of the football culture, you know, the sport culture and shit like that. But the name, I hated going to that motherfucker every day. And y'all need to remove that name and name that bitch Coach Esau Junior High School. Point blank period. That nigga said Coach Esau Junior High. I don't even, I don't even remember Coach Esau's first name. They put Coach Esau <laughs> on that bitch. <laughs> Coach Esau. Henry, Henry Esau. Mm. I went to Watchtower Junior High. I went to Shady Grove Elementary. Yeah. And then I went to the Black School in, in Monroe. I went to Wiley. <laughs> Nigga, I went to MLK. Nigga, I ain't go to MLK. I ain't get to go to MLK because I went to Watchtower Junior High. Man, MLK was Eastside High from uh from uh, no Jefferson was Eastside High. Shit, yeah, Jefferson was bad as fuck too. And yeah. Lincoln, Jefferson was Eastside High for real. I ain't go there, but my niggas did. And what's crazy? Uh, I was just zone. I moved to. I stayed on the South Side, but I moved to the heart of the South Side when I was probably probably like maybe fifth grade. Okay. So I moved on Alabama Street when I maybe like fifth grade. You know, that's just the heart. That's well, just that's, the heart of the South. That's pretty much your whole life. Yeah, fifth, sixth grade. But shit, I was living in uh I was living in Doolaville. Shout out to the Ville. Nigga, real niggas come from the Ville. But I was living I was living in Doolaville the whole time too. So shit, nigga, I was I've been a Southside baby forever. Yeah. And um so when I moved over there, I was zoned to go to like Jefferson. But I was just at the time, like I had I was at Shady Grove. My mama was cool with the teachers. Uh, I had friends over there. My mama just didn't want to move me. And my mama's a school teacher. And I went to Washtenaw Junior High. That's why I fucked up here. Went to Washtenaw Junior High, got the spill. A possession of marijuana. My nigga was fucking Tyreek out here. And I was listening to, nah, fuck, nah. I, wasn't, <laughs> I was far from Tyreek. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in Tyreek's shoes, you know who I would have been, nigga. I would have been fucking uh 
Yeah, it would have been a whole lot different. That nigga was T.I. Brothers from ATL. About right. <laughs> About right. I listened to too much uh, Tupac, though, when I was a little nigga. Yeah. So I didn't want to be a thug, for real. I listened to way too much Tupac. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, that was the, what I was raised on, man. Fucking listening to Tupac, 8-Ball, MJG, Scarface. Uh, shit. UGK, shit, you name it, Big Mike, all them South rap niggas who was rapping about that street shit, bro. We wanted to be a part of that shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I went to, when I went to Wiseman, like, that shit makes me think now, like, me and Jay just had a conversation, shout out with our brother Jay, Jerio. Uh, but we was, he asked me a question, he was like, so, he asked me, he gave it to me two different ways, he was like, so, if your son, just hypothetical, was great in sports, son, daughter, great in sports, had a scholarship to go anywhere, where would you want them to go? And I told him, I'll rip if my son go play basketball. Uh, I said, UNC. Fucking only right. I'm, only because I'm a UNC fan. Fucking right. And that's where my heart lies. Right. Like, that's, that's where my heart lies. But I also told him, if my son ever, my son's pretty good in sports, I told him if he ever get to the point where he a top 25 player in any sport, I'm going to push him to go to a, a HBCU. Yeah. If I, one want of, him, I want him to break the mold. Yeah, I was about to say, if one of these guys in this generation don't do it now, then yeah, we definitely pushing our sons to be the, be the mold. Yeah, bro. I just <clears> want him to, I want him to follow that. I would push him for that. Like even now, it's like I would now looking at how shit is now. Um, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna, you know, all of these big uh, camps and shit. Yeah, go go to play the Nike camp, go play in Adidas camp. Man, I wouldn't mind if my son is a top twenty five player, and knowing who I know, and coming from where I come from, knowing the people I know, I say go tomorrow and play in the Showboat Classic. Hell yeah, put the Showboat on the map. Go do that. That's what I need you to go do. I do man, that, that man been doing that shit for, uh, man, since we was in high school, I know. Yeah, shout out to that boy Louie Mims, man. man he been, he been doing Louis. that shit for a minute out of his own pocket, man. Ain't nobody, yeah. you know, ain't nobody really, I ain't going to say nobody helping him, but. No, nah, he got a, him, uh, don't make me lie, because I remember from that when it first started, I know. Him and Barry was, I believe, don't, I might be lying, bro, but I just know it was him. He he been the face of it since yeah yeah. But I I know there's been people who helped him along the way. I know it's people with influence throughout Monroe, uh, who donated and helped throughout the way. Cause it's it take a you know it take that's some shit you just you don't just up and do by yourself. Right. Uh, you gotta have people in your corner. Yep. And so not only is he putting young men on, putting young women on too. mm -hmm. No. And and then he expanded, so it's not just like high schoolers; it's younger, younger kids too. Like I think they got like a junior, junior high. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they got like a junior high version, uh, middle school version too. So like, man, shout out to Louis; he do a lot. And I was just talking about him today. Like he still a he's still a great barber. Uh, but this shit, at the end of the day, he's starting to build his brand. It's 2020, bro, and you know that shit. We gotta. We have to start. Nobody want to work for him. All right, Louis Mills for mayor of Monroe in 2035. Awful pause. 
<laughs> Why you drop pause, dog? Bring the pause, that shit. <laughs> they might start. They might start a slinging, mud slinging. <laughs> I hate for my nigga to get caught in that crossfire. Damn. Nah, but shout out Louis though, man. That'll be dope. That's dope, man. We gotta start having our. We we do need that younger generation needs to usher in like a change. You feel me? Right. And in, in all aspects, and that's in teaching. That's in in education. That's in not only sports because we always talk about sports and entertainment, but education. Uh, just you know, um, candidates for like mayor or um. Your your local elected officials in general. Yeah, I mean, I believe they need to they need to reflect what your community is. You feel me? Yeah, I believe. I I, I wholeheartedly believe in that too. So, but they need to get younger because it, nothing against older people and nothing like that because we getting older, but we still young considering. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, we need to people around our age need to need to start to get more active. That thirty to that 35 to like 42 44 45 yeah around that ain't range we need to start getting more active um so that's that's how i feel that's that's part of change too bro sometimes you got to break them old ways up but uh what you got on your mind right now i'm gonna play something all right, go ahead and play what you're going to play. I got to pull it up, my nigga. Okay. Well, shit. I mean, plenty of shit on my mind. Just uh, enjoying the conversation right now, really. It's always good to get on here and, and, and air some shit out. Okay. I don't know who's seen this shit, but I think this who's seen this shit. So I'm going to play this shit real quick because this got to leak into the next. Uh, This got to leak into the next. Uh, What's called it? This got to leak into the next subject. I want that shit to really hit home. <laughs> Just a good old boy. Never made it no harm. They told you there was so many comforts since the day they were born. Straight in the curtains. Yeah. Roger Goodell, bring your ass to the motherfucking front. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell. Hey, Roger Goodell, bring your ass to the front, my nigga. Well, little Raj did now, man. Man, look. I just, that nigga, I, little Raj. Little Raj. Little Raj. Uh, okay. <sighs> I feel like his apology was four years overdue. When it when it when did Cap start kneeling? Four years ago? About four years ago. That apology is four years overdue. It was a twenty sixteen season, yeah. Sixteen seventeen. I'm a forty-nine fan, bro. I, I I definitely tell you, I love football. We both love football. We can go on for days about who's the best athletes we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I'm a 49 fan. I can tell you, shit, I can off the top tell you that uh, Jerry Rice is my favorite player ever. I can say that until I ran into Cap and Cap stood for something and he stood on his morals. Yeah. And he kneeled uh, for a reason. 
and we blackballed this man. We didn't. They blackballed this man. We took him right out of uh, sports, and you know, I just I feel like that apology he gave was weak, and it's four de- four years overdue. I mean, if he wasn't talking to that man directly, I don't want to hear that shit. You know why I say is you know why I say is weak though. Why? As I watched him give that apology after Odell, Michael Thomas, Saquon, and the cherry on top was Patrick Mahomes. When Patrick Mahomes, shout out to Patrick Mahomes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it takes a lot for somebody who is an MVP. Uh champion yeah uh a rookie of the year nigga ain't even got his first big contract yet and he well it's shit that motherfucker coming oh, <laughs> it's coming oh it's coming it's gonna be stupid stupid yeah but uh he about to reach he about to move the needle again oh yeah oh yeah so when when all of them players come out and they put that video out and i didn't respect him checking himself because I felt like it was a business play because it was like, damn, hold on, Patrick Mahomes? The face. The face of, of, of football right now. Well, and this ain't the, We ain't talking the face of football for the next couple years. What we bar was expecting in, Drew Brees to do. Bar, and, and, and this even better, bro, because we a lot of the times we, we look at our black athletes and they don't take a stand. Yeah, and you look at this young man. He's this. You, he's still a young man, bro. He took a stand on what he believed in. He put his career to the side and said, "You know what? This shit just ain't right." And he come from a small town yeah. outside of um, it's in Texas, right outside of. Damn, I keep forgetting the name of that shit. Uh, that shit gonna bother me because my homie used to work out there, and he used to tell me. My homie used to work at the uh when I used to work for Champ Sports. Champs, bro, what's up? Y'all can show y'all can show some love too. Champ Sports, full our green. Uh, <laughs> y'all need to put up some shoes or something. The monster wear nine and a half. I wear eleven and a half. What's up? Hell yeah, nigga. Dad shoes it don't matter. Send them bitches. All that shit. We're gonna post it. Fucking right. But uh, my dog when he played in high school, my dog sent me when he was in high school. My dog was the store manager at Champ Sports out there. Damn, I keep my shit escaped me, bro. But uh, that nigga look like he from Waxahachie. Nah, he from close. He close to going towards Shreveport. Uh, oh, uh, damn. Going, I forgot to. But anyway, my homies used to send me like tell me, "Hey, check out this Patrick Mahomes kid, bro." And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Then I seen him, and I was like, oh, all right. And nigga, all right. I seen him. I like his high school highlights, right? Yeah. I'm like, damn, a boy, a boy, all right. And I seen him at college, and I was like, hey, a boy, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then I seen him at the pros, and I was like, hey, this dude is the real life truth, bro. Yeah. So I had seen him at high school. Tyler, Texas. Tyler. Tyler fucking Texas. Tyler Champs. Yes, Tyler, Texas, bro. My dog, little bro. Shout out, little bro. Uh, Clyde the Glide. He put me on. He put me on, buddy. Though, like when he was in high school, he was putting me on. Uh, but anyway, when the face comes out and makes that video, that doesn't 
that put that makes my that made my ears perk up. Yep, the brand shift. And I was like, hold on, because uh for so long, the face of the NFL been who? Shit, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. These are the faces of the NFL. Yeah. Uh Eli Man, not Eli, but sorry, Eli. I, I threw your name in there by mistake. I mean, he was until... No, he, he never was. He, he was out taking. He, he, he was up there. Yeah. yeah. That, that nigga played bro, for the Giants. He was in that hey, bro, they won't even... <laughs> hey, they won't even let this man in the Hall of Fame, bro. They, <laughs> they, 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 they think he the one two championships, dog. That nigga, this nigga beat Brady. That nigga beat the GOAT twice. That nigga Brady... He could beat Brady twice, and we... Nah, they had a, a, a discussion on every fucking... Every channel, every sports channel, uh, whether it was ESPN, Fox Sports, Undisputed, Undisputed, whatever, and they was the question was like, does he belong in the Hall of Fame? I was like, damn. Yeah, that nigga do. I think he do too. Yeah. That's the type of reaction he got after they started talking about his retirement. But no, I meant to, I really meant to say, uh, Peyton. These really been the faces of the league for a long time. Yeah. Now you look at the faces of the league as Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Shit shifting. Shit Russell Wilson. Shit shifting, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big shift, bro. Big shift. Big, 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 big shift. In a, in a I'm small missing, time frame. And I'm missing. I'm missing my boy from uh. Deshaun. Yeah, you got Deshaun. I'm missing some. I'm think I'm missing one more. But we can roll with them. Cause they are they've been killing. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's a like you said, short, short time frame, big shift. All of those black quarterbacks are now the face of the league. And it don't look like they were gonna relinquish that shit no time soon. So when Patrick Mahomes stood up and said, Hey, I'm again. That guy, man, look, it seemed like simultaneously that nigga, Roger Goodell, good old boy Roger Goodell, put that fucking statement out. Quit. Shit, you ain't got no choice, man. So that's why I feel like it was weak. Good old boy. Out of all of the, man, the flag means this and da 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 da. Now, Hey, give my give my boy Cap a job, bro. I I say no. I say no. If I'm if I'm him, I don't come back. I'm good. I got paid. I got my I won my suit. Proved my point that you know they did blackball me. I wouldn't come back at this point. That's cool too. He want to play though. I I mean that desire. He's still kind of young. The desire probably still there. But let him just come. Let him just come and just you know. I, I just want him, I, but I've always felt like that. Yeah, I ain't going to tell I watched this cat. Yeah, I watched this cat. We talking about a dude who went to a Super Bowl and, what was it, three NFC Championship games? Yeah, close to it. Two or three. Yeah. We went to two or three. But either way, he played for a chip, and he went to, he really, if you really want to be real, he really played for two championships because us versus the Seahawks was a championship game. Because either one of us was going to blow the doors off Denver. Yeah. 
that was the real championship game that year. So uh I would like to see him play, but at the end of the day, I just don't like like I said, I that's you know, neither here nor there. Like he ain't came out and said I wanna play no more since the whole debacle with him coming out and trying out for the team. So yeah. But that's in the, that's in the past. But I um I just don't know, man. Like I just feel like that whole Roger Goodell backtrack. This nigga it don't even play football. He got the best footwork in the fucking NFL. That nigga backpedal better than Dion in his prime, my nigga. Mm. Jalen Ramsey ain't got shit on that nigga Roger Goodell backpedal. <laughs> Pass, 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 ball, ball, ball. And exactly. <laughs> so Lil Raj. Man, Lil Raj got some he he got splain. You got some splain in that dude, Raj. We don't fuck with you like that, no way. Uh but you know, I, I understand, you know, like I said, my partner made me understand that the commissioner does work for the owners. Yeah, he do. So what does that tell you about our NFL that we love so much? Shit, our power lines in the owner's position. I mean, somebody somebody brought up a good but, point too. But but hold on. But what that tell you about the owners? Shit, the motherfucker. I mean, it, it's it's obvious. But what? Else? So when we compare that to basketball, bro, look how big of a difference and gap that is. Look what Stern was able to do. In his tenure, look, man, look at what Adam Silver's been able to do in his tenure. Right. They these cats. They go ahead. Nah, I'm just saying they they knew in the NBA they knew what a balance of power was, and it was with the players. In the NFL, mm-hmm. man, they don't give a fuck. It's 32 old ass white men with them old ass conservative ass views, pretty much running the show, calling the shots. And it's it's one of them things that we always say. If we just if we walk away for just one minute, if you got three games, niggas don't want to miss three game checks. Nigga, one game. Yeah, facts. One but game. But I'm just I'm saying, but look, if they miss three game checks, that's it. Just miss three games. Oh all of them, all of them cats who was on that uh commercial, let's say oh all the quarterbacks we named that we just named, all the black quarterbacks that we just named. Yeah. Uh, Russell, uh, Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, who else? Uh, Shit, Lamar. 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 <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. This is the drink. It got to be the drink. Uh, <laughs> Lamar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lamar, Lamar Odom somewhere like, hell yeah, it's the drink. <laughs> Lamar Odom like, yeah, I'm on it. Chill, man. We ain't, man. We ain't going to do that tonight. Nah, not tonight. <laughs> Hey, bro. Hey, bro. The truth is the truth. <laughs> Leave that man out of it, man. They ain't call that nigga the goods for no reason, my nigga. Pause. The goods. My nigga was named the goods. But anyway, uh, but if them cats, Odell, uh, Thomas, um, bro, the list goes on. If they just step away for one game, yeah. it's going to be a shift. They step away from two Eyes gonna open up hmm. by that third game, man. Guess what's gonna happen? Hey, y'all need to get these niggas back on the field. I don't care what it take. I'm telling you, bro. And that's and that's the difference. That's the difference. When I, I can I can honestly say, uh, the I know 
around the NBA, around the NBA, everybody was doing their thing. Uh, I can't breathe shirts. Yeah, whatever, what have you. But I believe that was the ESPYS when Bron, Melo, CP3, and D Wade stood up and gave that speech. Yeah, that was the ESPYS. That was that was that was it, bro. Like even even your uh, even your boy who owned the fucking we gonna leave him unnamed. I was gonna say his name, but I ain't gonna say his name. Who owned the fucking Clippers, bro? Uh-huh. His dog ass. Like they, look, you see how quickly they move with that shit. Oh yeah. Hey, you gotta get this. Ain't your team no more. You gotta sell the team. That's the type of swift justice we need in the NFL, bro. Shit. The league is fucking what seventy percent black. Yeah. That's ridiculous, bro. Not one black owner and only four black head coaches. Man. And if if a nigga wanted, if a billionaire, if a couple of billionaires decide they want to start a team, they got the power to vote them in. And you know what's fucking crazy? That shit is so racist, we got a fucking Rooney rule in the pit. (laughs) (laughs) A Rooney rule. No, that shit is a, a Rooney rule. A, it's a Rooney rule in effect that like that that shows you like how far the, behind the curve they are. Right, and like man, that, that NFL battle, man, it, it's probably Damn, it's, a, it's it's a affirmative action rule. Yeah, <laughs> that that man, that, that NFL battle, that shit gonna be yeah. just as tough as this police brutality shit, man. Man, preach! I'm telling you, bro, because it man, preach, young man, the, preach. The, Talk your shit. No, nah, I'm just saying the ground this shit standing on. Talk your is shit. Is ran by some of the some of the most racist people on this earth. These niggas is billionaires. Well, they pretty much they probably don't see color. They they so rich that they probably don't see color. They they see. And they go back to that fucking conversation we had a, a few weeks ago when we was talking. Man, you was talking about uh uh the the top one percent. It ain't a lot of the times it's not black and white. Yeah. Them motherfuckers see green. Right. They see class. That's the the bigger picture is that class, that classism. We talk about racism, but it's also a classism thing. Yeah. When we when it comes to this NFL, NBA, MLB, all of these leagues and stuff like that, uh music, um, anything, movies, TV, all that shit, it's it's classism too, bro. Yeah. If you ain't in that club, you beneath them. Exactly. Big fucking exactly. Um, we can wrap that shit right there, man. I feel like we we, I feel like we touched. You got you got anything else on your heart you need to get off? Anything on your chest you need to get off? Nah, we good on that. I mean, we are gonna have plenty of opportunity for that stuff. Camp I know used to be camp coming up soon. <laughs> what they say, beating the dead horse. Yeah, camp coming up soon. We gonna have plenty of NFL talks. I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I'm ready. Hopefully, uh, we can we can get them boys on the field, man, and they can. Everybody can. And shout out to like, uh, uh, I saw JJ Watt said he down to kneel. Yeah, I was surprised at that one. Uh, Baker Mayfield. All right. I don't. I, I have no. I I have no. Ain't it's not a inkling in my fucking heart that you fucking. I seen you dancing to the Migos. Yeah, now. I was about to say I already knew he was nearly. I expect you. <laughs> I expect you. Dog. It's about five white players I can name. You know that I know for a fact that they are nil. Oh, and shout and, and shout out to Aaron Rodgers because he held court. He holding he holding firm on his views too. So, mm-hmm. 
Who was your five? Shit. Rogers. Mayfield to be one. Why to be three? Uh Taysom. McCaffrey. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill don't count, man. Yeah, count. <laughs> Taysom Hill got a ball face, man. <laughs> and Sean Payton. Taysom Hill goddamn run a 4-3. <laughs> he went to B. McCaffrey better, goddamn. He, he, what the fuck are you talking he about? He went to BYU, though. That nigga went to BYU, bro. Man, look. Hey, look. Hey, McCaffrey. You got to take that knee, my nigga. Man. She gonna get she gonna get scared for you in these streets. I take that back. He gonna take that knee. Let me tell you why. Foul. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Let me tell you why. What's up? Shannon Sharp. Speak to Shannon Sharp. He look up to Shannon Sharp, so he gonna take that knee. Facts. Now he young he a young cat too, bro. And I think he came up in that era around a lot of black. Even though he went where he went, I think. You can tell his his sweat his whole swag. Not even like I ain't talking about the way he dressed. No, I'm just talking about his swag in general. Yeah, I kind of feel like yo, them my boys. Did he grow up in Denver? I'm pretty sure he grew. He I don't know if he grew up, but I'm pretty sure he was in that motherfucker for a yeah, minute. Yeah, he was there for a minute. Cause Ed was there for a minute. Yeah, I can't remember if Ed retired. He, he was a. He, it, he was a kid, kid. Like he was a nice. He was a. He was uh, old enough to be at practices and shit, running around throwing the football. And he understood the game, I believe, at that age when they were still there winning. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so y'all niggas. <laughs> Y'all niggas hoax. Y'all niggas, y'all let me tell you what y'all did. But y'all took my y'all took my hoax and y'all y'all put them y'all put them in this basket. And you know, like one of them baskets that you pull the strings and you raise the hoe up. Yeah. Like a well. Y'all, y'all got this shit way up to the top. And y'all was like, hey, your hoax, my now my hoax at the top. They at the peak. Like, they at the peak. The peak precipice. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have my whole time as fuck. So I started watching this show. My arm was behind my back. Nigga put my arm behind my back and was like, you gotta watch this show. This shit dope. And I tried to watch this motherfucker a few times and I was like, this shit too slow. Fuck it. These niggas stupid and this show stupid. And I watched, I never watched this show because I don't think it is what it is. So my fourth time Actually, watching the show was last year in April. I started watching it, and I forced myself through episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four. I was kind of like, okay, episode five, okay, cool. Halfway through the season, end of the first season, I'm like, okay, shit is actually all right. Everything happened that I kind of figured would happen, Mm -hmm. but I was already kind of told it would happen. Game of Thrones is what I'm talking about, people. It's been a year since we got the climactic or anticlimactic ending of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I went back and rewatched it 
I've when when I actually got hooked, it took me to the red wedding to actually to actually be hooked. Yeah, that was my hook part uh, too. After I saw the red wedding, and y'all saw this shit in real time. I give y'all y'all niggas props. I didn't see this shit in no, real time. No, I, I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't see it in real time. I started watching it during that season. I okay. had to go back. Okay. Well, you still saw this shit in real time, though. You saw a lot of that shit in real yeah, time. Yeah, season four on, I saw it in real time. I didn't see any of that shit. I have been trying to watch this shit for years. Okay. <laughs> uh, once I got there, I was hooked. Not going to lie. Uh, niggas was talking about this the greatest show ever. I was always still holding uh, The Wire to at that, at that number one spot for myself personally. Um, but I got to season, what was that, three? What was that for? That was season three with the Red Wedding. Three, season three, that shit was awesome. Got me hooked. I was done. I'm in there. I watched this shit. It got me hooked to the point where I was just doing nothing other than researching Game of Thrones. I bought the books. I bought the first two books. <laughs> I was, I was, because I wanted to know what I'm getting myself into. Uh, and the book is way I, more in depth than the show. Oh, the book is way the book is the shit bro um i started watching blogs i'm on youtube i'm watching a couple blogs uh shout out to them thrones because it's two black guys that do a blog on youtube called them thrones two black dudes they dope as shit. why did i not know about this yeah they dope as shit (laughs) bro when i tell you when i dove into this shit i dove into it my days and nights were spent on knowing about the Age of Heroes, the Targaryens, uh, all of this shit, bro. The uh, Azor High. I want to know about all this shit, bro. Um, yeah, that's what my that's what from this real shit I took from April to June. Every day from April to June, I wanted to know. More and more and more and more about the Game of Thrones. And I give it to you. Up until like season five, that shit was it for me. And then season six, what what, what was it? Seven, seven seasons or six seasons? Eight. Eight. Okay, so six, I was, okay, it was so six. Round six, I was like, okay, this shit is fucking lit. Seven, I was like, eh, because it was, yeah, it was real short. Yeah. Like and three, three episodes short. Yeah, three episodes short. It was what seven, seven, seven episodes. Yeah. Okay. Then so that season was short, but it was still good. Yeah, it was still good. It was still it was still decent. Um, I saw the writings on. I saw the writing on the wall. Then that's when I was really arguing with niggas like, Nah, man, this shit ain't the wire. The wire ended like climactic. Yeah. Fuck. Like, man, this nigga Marlo. Had to feel that feeling once again, bro. After he had left the world, then nigga Marlo went out the street and took one in the arm and licked the blood and was like, "Shit, nigga, I'm, nigga, I'm, I'm still Marlo. <laughs> I'm just different." Yeah. But uh, all the way up until like season six, season seven was short. Season eight, we get the season eight, which was last year around this time. It's the one year anniversary. What you, what you, what, what's your, you watched it again? I've watched this shit like seven times, bro. I've watched this shit from beginning to end, like at least five times. And then I watched like two times 
I watched uh, I had like some one of the blogs was like I was I read on was like watch it gave a breakdown of like the main shows that you needed to watch in each season. Okay. So I watched them shits like two times. So I done ran through this shit basically seven times, bro. I ran through it like um two months ago. You ran through it not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, I just finished it probably about a week or two ago. What's your you is fresh on your mind? What's your breakdown, bro? How you feel now? Man, I still feel the same way about the ending. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they could have kept that shit, to be honest with you. And uh, it was a couple of things that I did want to see. Like, they could have added in, you know, the Azora High and uh, the Lady, Lady Stoneheart. They could have put that in the show some kind of way, man. That shit would have been dope, I think. That shit would have changed the whole perplexity of the show, of complexity of your show, if you would have put Lady Stoneheart in Yeah, like, as a matter of fact, they could have just did, like, a little quick cameo of her. No, they ain't even need no cameo, fam. They needed to go ahead and fucking use that because that was like a real piece. Yeah, it was. But, uh, you know, they, they could have just thrown it in there in season eight, you know, when they was fighting the uh, the White Walkers. They could have thrown her in there real quick. Fam, they could have brought her back like season six. She, I would have to be before that. I'm just saying they could have brought her back season six, on so but that yeah, cause true, cause that shit was moving faster. Yeah, shoot. So they could have brought her, they could have brought brought her back in like the last three episodes of season five, or no, no four. Yeah, it had to be close to the before five started because I think I can't remember if she came back before Joffrey died or after. Well, either way, even if they would have changed that part, that would have been yeah. Cool. But they could have brought. They could have brought her back. Um, and everybody who don't know who the fuck that is, because y'all niggas ain't read the books, that's Catelyn Stark. Mama Stark. Mama Stark. She got killed. She came back. She still had the wounds. And she basically killed everybody who was afraid. Uh, um, What was their name? Uh, what was Joffrey them name? Uh, Baratheon. Baratheon. Nah, Baratheon. it was the uh, the Boltons. Not Baratheon. Yeah, she she basically was killing all of those all of those families. Anybody in those families she had was that you know they had wronged her. She came back. She was brought back from the dead to basically right those yeah. wrongs. Uh, just in case you don't know, but uh, that shit would have played. That shit would have gave. I think that shit would have gave season seven three more episodes. They would have had to do, even though I know they were kind of like in the middle of like renegotiating during yeah. that time. That would have still gave them more episodes. They would have gave them more meat to work with versus like filler. Yeah, I think they should have kept it going. Man, they shouldn't have ended at eight because it when them, with them ending at eight, they rushed the shit and, and, and pretty much killed everything. Game of Thrones stood for. They could have passed this. Sh- they could have passed this shit on over to somebody right. else. That's the same way I feel. Man, this this shit was basically being up. Game of Thrones, I like we do sports a lot. We talk sports analogies a lot. This shit was like being up by 20, going into the fourth quarter and losing by fucking 15. Like, it wasn't no way you could fuck this up because all you had to do was pretty much follow the format of the book. Bro, this you know what this shit was? What? Remember when uh 
Remember when Seattle was like on the fucking one or two and they didn't hand that bitch to beast mode? They dropped back and threw that bitch and threw that pick. Man, <laughs> that's exactly what that shit was. That's exactly what that shit was, bro. All you got to do is give us a Zora high. All you got to do is make sure John is a Zora high. That's it. That's all you yep. got to do. Uh, and then if if John lives, Daenerys dies. Yep. Or if Daenerys lives, John dies, or they rule together. But I hated the way they killed off Daenerys. I hated the way that John transformed. And that last yeah, season. he turned into a straight bitch, and I hated that shit. After him being built up, is you know, it, it just was so much shit wrong with that last season, man. Like we didn't even get a one on one battle with him and the Night King. None of that shit. These niggas stared each other down bro, three times. Bro, we got we got at the hard home. I just knew this shit was gonna end with him and the Night King. The last episode or the second to last episode. It was gonna end with John and Night King getting had to. Don't and don't get me wrong because you know my you know my favorite character. Who? Man, come on, bro. The goat. Who? She the goat, my nigga. Did you see that crossover with the drop of the? Oh, Arya. The goat, my nigga. That's my favorite character. I've been telling y'all that shit from jump. I love the way they built up. Bro, she a beautiful fucking character development. Yeah. Um, you know, she the, to me, she the goat. Don't get me wrong, I love, I love Arya. I don't think Arya should have killed a Night King. I don't either. But that shit was dope as fuck. I was fucking cheering because I was so. It's just like <laughs> you find yourself cheering for the motherfucker that you hope. Yeah. In. Like the underdog, and you like, hell yeah! Like you might not even fuck with like either of the teams, but you fucking end up getting an attachment to somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> you had to though. It's a, it's a good boxing match going on, and you like, oh shit! You just seen both of them boxing. You really ain't got nothing against either yeah. one of them because you fuck with the Night King. That nigga was a dope ass character. <laughs> you fuck with the Night. You gotta fuck with the Night King. That shit was Errol Spencer Crawford. Facts. Whoever went, if if she dies, she yeah. dies. If he dies, he dies. But when she dropped that knife and hit him with that shit in the fucking abdomen, I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was, cause I didn't want Arya to die. That was the reason I was. <laughs> I never, I never, the one thing I didn't want was Arya. Yeah, I sure thought it was over for her when he caught her ass by the neck. Man, he caught her ass like LeBron caught that nigga AI Iggy shit off the back. <laughs> that shit was the game saving block, like he, my nigga. Like shit. he caught a Tiago splitter shit there, yeah, uh, San Antonio. Man. <laughs> <laughs> now that nigga turned around. Now, then, you know, what's crazy when you go watch back, when you go watch that shit back and you see the uh, the white, the white walkers. Cause you got the whites and you got the white walkers, and I believe it's the white walkers. The white walkers are the fucking like uh, not the the dead, but the ones. That yeah, got the that's arrows. the white walkers. That's the white walkers, the ones that's like got personality. Yeah. So you can see one of the white walkers turn his head, 
but that shit, go back and watch that shit, bro. That's how intricate, that's how deep I got into Yeah, I saw that shit. You can, okay, you can see one of the White Walkers, like, turn his head, but it's just like, damn, he ain't see shit. Then all of a sudden, you see Arya yeah. coming. Bro, when Arya was talking and to Melisandre, she was like, Melisandre looked at her and said, uh, what, what, what does the uh, god of, what is it, the god of what? Uh, how I go? What do we say to the god what of death? Not today. Day, and she took off, and I was like, hmm, I wonder where the fuck she's going. But I ain't gonna even lie, that shit kind of led you, led you to believe when she was like, you were close, uh, brown eyes, black eyes, what she said, brown eyes, blue eyes. She said brown eyes, green eyes, and blue eyes. And, and blue eyes. That kind of believe, made me believe, but I feel like she was gonna kill like one of the main White Walkers, though. I ain't think she was gonna kill Mike. Nah, I, I thought for sure John was gonna get that battle, man. I thought he was gonna get that smoke. Instead, they put my boy up to the Holland Dragon. Man, that goddamn dragon short shortstopped his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga short about the fuck out of his ass. That dragon had that nigga out there on Reaver's Island. Boy, <laughs> after all of that shit, bro. After all of that fighting, what, what? I was just like, man, after all of this fighting, this nigga fucked around and got down, got down Elvis Anderson shortstop the shit out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Ozzy Smith, uh, Smith. Is that, nigga. What the fuck you going? I was like, fuck. Niggas about to die around here. Niggas about to die. And goddamn Jose Reyes and shortstop. So out of, out of everybody on the show, who was your favorite character? Arya was, was, was one. Arya, John, uh, my boy, uh, I, I always forget his name, the, the, the mini face yeah. guy. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah, we could just call that nigga the mini face guy. <laughs> we could just call that nigga the mini face guy. <laughs> uh, that nigga was cold. Oh, uh, what's my what's my boy name with the red hair? John uh, Torment. Torment. Torment was funny, yeah. bro. Uh. Uh. Who else did I like, bro? I know Sir Devos was one. I fuck with Davos for for uh I fuck with Davos. That nigga had the mouthpiece, boy. He, hey, I think he sell water to a to a to an ocean, nigga. Yeah, uh, yeah, sell like water to a whale, yeah. nigga. Uh, I fuck with your boy too. I what's with I'm I'm it's, it's crazy because I'm forgetting the nigga name. Uh, buddy, who fuck with? Oh, Daenerys. Goddamn, what Daenerys? Mm-hmm. Her, her character development was great too. Man, I fucking still don't. I don't even see her when I see her in regular as a regular person now. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We be like, man, you need to die. Your hair back blonde, man. This shit right here is whack. Man, you need you need to put that wig on, fam. Put that motherfucking you little lift. Lips look smaller than Queen anything. Mother dress back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I like, uh, of course, like I said, I like Night King. Uh, my nigga Hodor. You like Hodor? I had man, you gotta fuck with Hodor. Hodor put his life man, on the line. The whole purpose was to come back to hold the damn door. That shit. Hold that the shit door, black, man. They could have did my boy better than that. Hold the door. My nigga said, "Hold the door. <laughs> hold the door." <laughs> Hold That's on. how he got his name and everything. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like I like when they went back. My nigga had a season. <laughs> I like when they went back and they showed him. They was getting ready to start training him because you know how big he was. They were like, shit, you know, we finna put this nigga to work. This nigga about to be. This nigga yeah, that nigga problem. mama can't get him. He's like, hell no, nah, take this sword out your hand. And nigga said, hold the door. <laughs> hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. I fuck with hold the door. Hold the door was fucking, and they was a goon, man. That nigga held his own. He held, he held. And that's when I knew. Down. Like, I, I know your homeboy don't believe me when I say this, but that's how I knew Brand was going to end up being king. I ain't believe Brand was going to end up being king until, like, season seven. And eight, I was kind of convinced because it was too right. much going to rock. No, that's the only sense like, that shit oh, makes. Yeah, when 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 um, I think we talked about this shit in the group chat, but I just said at one point I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if Brand ended up being the fucking every, king. When I seen that part with Hold on, on the throne, I said, Yeah, he gonna be the king because I said for that shit right there to happen, like Hold on, whole purpose was to come back and hold the door for him. Uh, Old girl and, and her brother whole purpose was to come back and lead him to the the three eyed raven and all this other shit. I said this. I said it's only it only uh-huh. makes sense that he gonna end up being king. That's why I thought John was gonna die right there at that dragon part. Oh, uh, Tyrion was my yeah, real Tyrion. I like, I like Tyrion too. Ty- Tyrion and Arya, my favorite. Jorah was cool too. Yeah, he, he was loyal to a fault. Uh, I like I like that nigga Varys because Varys was trying to play the game. Yeah, he was playing the game, but he was only doing so in order to get the right person on the throne. I fuck with Var- I fuck with Varys because of that reason. Because it's it ain't, it ain't because you black, it ain't because you white, it ain't because you a woman, it ain't because you a man. He it's was he was looking for the right fit. That nigga was like. Black black power, uh, black power to the black people, brown power to the brown people, white power to the white people, yellow hmm. power to the yellow people. Uh, Sandor, for fucking click, Sandor. Yeah, that's one game. of my favorites. Dude. Yeah, I was uh, about to say, brown of the black water. I fuck with yeah. Ray Worm. Got to. Shit, the Ray only black leader uh, on the show. I really fucked with my nigga. Uh, I really fuck with Rob. I ain't fuck with Rob. I I fuck with Rob because Rob was just a nigga trying man, to find Rob. Way. Rob. Rob. Rob, Rob was trying to find his way, bro. That nigga. Facts, but he was just trying to find his way, bro. Okay, throw yourself into that flame. And at that point, you got to look at what was going on during that point. Like it was Rob. Uh, what's your, what's your boy name? Uh, you had the Lannisters. Yeah, you had uh Jamie. You had you had them. You had Dion. Rob. 
all that shit was going yeah. down at once, bro. Uh, I fuck with you know who I really fuck with, but I hate it. He's probably probably my favorite uh character though. But Ramsey. I hated that nigga. Who? <laughs> Ramsey fucking Bolton. That, that nigga Ramsey. If that nigga wasn't the most diabolical nigga ever. This the realest shit a nigga ever said in, in, in just some gangster shit. When they about to fight the Battle of the Bastards, like in season four or five, that nigga pulled up on this nigga, John. That was like season five. Yeah, right? that was season five. He, the end of season five. That nigga pulled up on John. Bro, this this is what this... he Okay, so that nigga had Sansa locked in a fucking house like a dog. Then cut Theon's <laughs> dick off. Then turn this nigga against them. This nigga basically pulls up on all this nigga done did all this shit. This nigga pulled up. He a bastard. Killed the daddy and the stepmama. They killed everybody. His 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 brother. Everything. Baby brother. Them <laughs> the dogs. Bam pulls up on this nigga, Jon Snow, before the Battle of the Bastards. Looked at that nigga, Jon Snow, and said, what's up, bastards? <laughs> Thank you for bringing the Sansa back to me. <laughs> now, this nigga, ain't, this nigga ain't even respect these niggas enough to even just say, hey, we about to probably about to fight. Fuck the fight. Hey, bastard. Thank you for bringing hmm. my wife back to me. Dead. Even though I done did all this shit, like this, that was the most cold-hearted shit. Yeah, and he meant it. That nigga, that <laughs> nigga was, was just that diabolical man. <clears throat> that nigga ran. That nigga fed the woman he dog. loved the dogs. <laughs> that nigga Ramsey was a gangster though. Ramsey then sent that shit. nigga baby brother on a dummy mission right before the battle. Facts. That nigga say, run. He t- if you make it down there, oh, no, nah, fuck that. I'm about to make, I'm going to tell you who else, who was really a gangster, who I'm going to tell you who was my favorite. Oh, Olena Tyrell. Yeah. Olena was she a probably was the smartest person on the show, to be honest with you. Man, when she told Jamie, <laughs> I killed mm-hmm. him. She, found, she had to find out first. She was like, she, hey, is poison you about to poison me with? Is, is there gonna be any pain? And he was like, "Nah, he ain't gonna feel shit." And she was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna go and tell you. I'm gonna go and tell you what's real. I'm gonna drape this shit real quick before you stick your sword in me." I want that bitch to motherfucking hmm. suffer. Uh, of course, my Sunday, my Sunday. That was boo. That was Hell boo. Yeah, uh, nigga. What season that was? That was season three when Sunday. she uh when she stood up in that in that river. Yeah, that nigga Grey Worm. That nigga, that nigga Grey Worm, fucking uh, his, uh <laughs> click got on. Love got on, man. Oh man, I'm gonna tell you who else was my nigga though. Over oh, fucking right. Oberon was a Oberon was a dog. Oberon one was a fucking dog. Oberon was a dog. Shit out the mountain. Beat the fucking brake shoes. That nigga just wanted that apology. Got that bitch. I 
man, that shit killed me to see my nigga die. Podrick was, man, we talking about all these characters. Podrick was good. <laughs> Podrick character was dope. Yeah, his his character uh, growth was dope. Because he started out. He started out like yeah. a bitch. And then he grew man, into a man. And then, then he survived. Even Sam. Even all the shit. Even, as, even Sam. That nigga did his character. Yeah, he was just a little friend, too. But my nigga... My nigga Peter Baelish, though. Lord Peter Baelish. None, you don't know? You were down? No, you I don't fuck with him. I ain't fuck with him because I fucked with him because he uh like he was he was conniving and he, he laid them chips down. Like he was a hell of a chess player, if you want to put it that way. But uh you know, overall the way he did things, I ain't really fuck with him because of that. That's why I fuck with him, because yeah. he played the game. And that's what this shit was all about bronze. playing the game. Nigga ran out of moves. Uh, I fuck with Brienne, of course. Brienne did her thing. That nigga Jamie smashed Brienne. <laughs> was like, all right, that pussy was all right. I'm and it's crazy because that's the first chick that Jamie smashed that wasn't the sister. Facts. And everybody gave him that Playboy. He handsome. He a play. He got to be a playboy. Everybody gave him that uh that role. They gave him that fucking. They put that mm-hmm. that feather in his hat. And that nigga end up being true to his yep. sister only. And the way they died, man, that shit was so wet. Yeah, that shit was trash. But if you think of it, if you think about it, the reason I say they got what they deserve is because, man, think about this. The mother Cersei died. I hated Cersei. Cersei died knowing that all of the fucking conniving bullshit she did couldn't mm-hmm. help her in the end. Nigga, when 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 Cleburne was telling her ass the city was falling and the red keep was fall has fallen and all that shit was dead. She had no more moves. And that cold look on her face, that shit was satisfaction to me. That shit was satisfaction that, think about this. Now, you probably wanted her to die awful death. But think about the worst death you can think about. And when I always think about one of the worst death deaths, I always think yeah. about drowning. Drowning or being set on fire. And I also, and suffocated. That motherfucker, they fell. Rocks fell on them, but I don't think they died immediately. They hmm. suffocated under that shit. She died. She died. All of the fucking power struggle that she fought for and she thought she had, all that power she thought she had when it was taken away from her, she died slowly. Hmm. Having to understand that, like, all this shit you did was for not. Fucked up the family legacy. Everybody gone. Only he can't have no kids, with. so once he gone, that's the end of the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. But that's why I was kind of, it was cool for me the way they died. I ain't give a fuck long as she died. That bitch could have died a fucking uh, a horse <laughs> carriage on a horse carriage drive. <laughs> A drunk, a drunk driver, a drunk horse carriage driver could have fucking killed them. I was not gave a fuck. 
on the cool. I thought the mountain was gonna so, do it. When it, yeah, when yeah. that shit came to like yeah, lows. Uh, the the yeah, game bowl. That, that's cool something though. they did do right that season. Clagambo lived up to what it was supposed to be. Um, speaking of that shit, bro, I think that's. I think. I think. I think. What you? How you feel about where we at? As far as like, we done ran down through a lot of this Game of Thrones shit, bro. We can yeah, talk nigga. about this shit for hours. I mean, especially, especially, uh, like if you start getting the details, you know, as far as like, if you break the season down. I mean, we kind of just gave a rundown of the characters and, and, and like, they have points, but if you start breaking down shit in the season, like... We might have to do that, though. We might have to have a Game of Thrones uh, yeah, shit. episode. We, we, we can do that. I ain't tripping. And we'll break down seasons, yeah. favorite seasons. We'll start at season one. All the way through eight. Uh-huh. And we give a breakdown, yeah. give our high points. Our favorite parts of the season, because I, I think everybody fuck with Game. I ain't gonna say everybody, but a large portion of people fuck with Game of Thrones. And then there's people who don't know, like it was people. There's people like me that I put on Game of Thrones who came back. Like one of my uh, coworkers, I put her on Game of Thrones right before season eight started, and she watched all of this mm. basically a month, and then she went right into season eight, and. She thanked me for that shit, basically. Man, she, <laughs> she was dumb shit. <laughs> I did the same. No, I watched it. I watched every... No, it took me a month yeah. to watch every season. I watched every season. In, yeah. It's in a month, bro. Like, I was I was dedicating every... Then I worked... You know, I work, my, my job don't call for me to fucking be... Like, I'm not overexert myself, so... I was basically just doing my thing at work. Yeah. I was watching that shit at work. Watching that shit when I get home. That shit was really my life for like three months of my life, bro. Real talk. That's crazy. Yeah, I was doing the same thing. It, it took me yeah, about three weeks a month. Yeah, it took me about a month to get through everything. But, uh, okay, so speaking of Game of Thrones, that should also put us in that fucking category where we like we watched that shit and we realized that hey, niggas ain't real shit. <laughs> Hell nah, you talk about all the whoremongering and pillaging that went on in that show. Yeah. And then that shit take place and today that shit like I was telling you, that shit is so uh real. Like the stuff that's going on in that ep- in them episodes is kinda like transitions or into today's what was going on today's society perfectly yeah. where the male aspect yeah. of everything I'm gonna have, um, I'm gonna have to reach bro. we was raised on some bullshit bro we was raised in the rape culture era not knowing a lot of the shit that we was doing was considered you can consider that shit rape I've never literally Mess with somebody and they told me no. Yeah, I like to say I like to start off by qualifying myself. I, I never, uh, I never forced myself <laughs> on anybody either. Yeah, I ain't never forced myself forcefully took anything from any woman, bro. 
I was raised around I was raised around women and by women, so it was kind of hard for me to be that way. Uh, but I ain't gonna lie, we kind of looked back and we looked at uh the R. Kelly situation, and for so long that shit happened when we were like in high school, in the high school senior year. Like I remember <laughs> watching uh the fucking I was at high school graduation practice. Is the first time I saw the R. Kelly, yeah. infamous R. Kelly video. I'm a kid, so, and then growing up in that culture, we wasn't really like, oh shit. We were just <laughs> like, damn, that nigga peace on no girl. That shit ain't funny, but goddamn, you right. <laughs> yeah, we we wasn't yeah. we wasn't really like, damn, R. Kelly sleeping with an underage girl. Right. Was like, damn, he pissed on. Like, man, this nigga pissed. You seen him piss on that bitch? Hey man, you piss on that bitch. Wild as hell. Man, the car that, car that, well, we were young too. Leak on. You know, it don't matter. Car that little girl, a bitch and everything, man. The niggas was just all, all bent out of shape. Yeah. I, that, I really wanna, uh, I really, I really go back and think about that day, and I'm like, damn. I look at that shit now and I'm like, damn, I didn't even think that this girl was young. I my my first thing I thought about was like, damn, hmm. nigga peed on no girl. But shit. I I look back now and I, I know that shit is is fucked up, but at the time, I didn't know that shit was fucked up. I'm sorry, bro, but I had to play this. <laughs> Man, I had to play that shit, though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh shit, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but but now looking back, like I say, we was in that. We was basically that was what we was raised on. And I look back, man. We watched that. Uh, what was the documentary we was talking about? Yeah. Uh, Russell Simmons. And we look at uh, we look at R. Kelly. We look at Harvey Weinstein. Uh, we look at Russell Simmons, that Bill Cosby shit. Like, bro, this that Russell Simmons shit really sent me over the edge because I'm like, uh, yeah, he the godfather of fucking rap, bro. This nigga created fucking Def Jam records, bro. Like, all of the rap niggas was there. Like, this yeah. was our shit. This is our era. The the, the Def Jam era. That was our era, bro. We was young. We was coming up, and we saw all of that shit come to fruition, and then. Years later, you hear that uh, this nigga, or this nigga, uh, this nigga's a fucking piece of shit. I mean, just straight up, man, that nigga was just straight up out here raping women. Thanks. He was doing way too much. Way too much. Is is? I I'm honestly one of those people. I I will say this that I can forgive. I can forgive a lot, but I don't forgive rapists. <laughs> It's a lot I of shit you can't, can't have say back, man. No matter how you try to mold it, man. You know, especially taking somebody's innocence, man. You, you, you 
you can't shake back from no shit like that, man. You just gotta wear that hair the rest of your life. The 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 things that I do hang my hat on that I grew up on, the the shit that the, the morals I grew up on, one of the things was you don't hurt women, you don't yeah. hurt children, bro. Like if you living by the street code, don't hurt women, don't hurt children. Keep them out of harm's way. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's me and you about to fight, don't bring somebody mama into it. Don't bring somebody sister into it. Don't bring, you know, don't bring no kids into it. Just keep it gang. Yeah. Just do what y'all do. And um, that that for me is, you know, that's the code I still live by. I don't, you know, I I don't understand how you get your dick hard while somebody telling you no. I mean, I ain't, I can't, yeah, I can't don't explain no shit like that either. I don't know if somebody's mind frame is in for them to even want to hold a woman down to stick their dick in them while they're fighting them back. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't speak to no shit like that. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know what you got I, uh, I do at all like that should not pleasure it's not joy to me i don't understand it um i just want to say this like all these fuck niggas out here who doing that shit y'all niggas some hoes y'all niggas deserve the worst treatment you can get darren Sh- niggas like darren sharp who yeah kind of looked up to and it's like you don't know anybody you and my i'm gonna tell you this i only I, we can end this shit and whatever, but I just want, I'm saying that I know this shit tied into some shit we saw, so I just brought it up. But my thing is, I uh, I look at this shit like um, all of these people that we hold up to a high standard or a pedestal, we put them on a pedestal, we don't know what they really like. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't know what they really like. You can walk, you can live next door to somebody and they can shake your hand every fucking day. And smile in your face and help you. And them motherfuckers have hmm. three dead bodies in their fucking house. We don't know how people are nowadays. So you take shit at face value, uh, but we only can take that shit. Like I say, take people that's at face value. Don't don't put all your eggs in a basket on one person, man. Uh we grew up in the era and that shit did some things, but we both have sons, we gotta change. We gotta make them understand that like. A woman's a woman's body. We understand this shit, though. We all have, always have. You have to understand a woman's body is a woman's body. Their choice is their choice. Yep. We got sons, bro, and we got to do the right shit. Uh, this is some shit that just like I say, it touched me after watching that. Uh, watching that doc. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to speak on it. Like I say, we ain't got to be on it too long. I just, nah, I mean, I just want to stay on that long. To match yeah. to, you know, make sure that. We getting the point across, and at the same time, I mean, we we all we all gotta be be better as men, you know, as far as treating women better. Period. You know, it, it's just that's just the truth. Like, especially what's going on in the world now. You know, we we got certain shit going on in the world where people look at us look at us less than. Our women should feel safe in this this type of uh, climate. We should be the first one stepping up in front of them. You know, making sure that that they well protected. They shouldn't be out there jumping up. You know, standing up for us first. You know what I'm saying? Facts. We gotta we gotta take care of our women, bro. That's and, where, and, and, that's you know, me, me personally, I'm holding myself accountable because I had my shortcomings with you know women that I dealt with. You know what I'm saying? So 
not to be out here blasting nobody else, but as a whole, we do have to be better as men for our women. That's just point blank, period. And I'll say this shit again, bro. Being great has no no expiration date, bro. It has no expiration date. You can always turn your life around at any time. That shit has no expiration date. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, owning up to whatever you've done. I've done shit. Everybody's done shit. Right or wrong, in our eyes, like, everybody has to own up to that shit. Like, I just feel like this is something that we don't talk about enough. Uh, Taking up for our women. Gotcha. We got to start putting them first, bro. They They give life. They breathe life. Uh, it's so many single mothers out here. Uh, I didn't come from a single a single parent household. Uh, yeah. So many of my friends did. I I respect their mothers so much because you know what? I got a lot of friends who who mothers look at me like a son, and they fuck they single parents, and they still yeah. sometimes look at me like they son. And I'm I'm not I'm not like I say me and my wife we married we together. And it's it's hard having them twenty four hours in a day. Hard to fucking siphon out between raising your kids, doing work, getting rest, cooking, being a teacher, being a a lover, being a husband, being yeah. a father. That shit is hard, bro. When it's two people, so I can only imagine what it's like for yeah. one person. For real. And then they don't ever show that they tired, ever. I mean, sometimes you can look and ever. tell, but you know, coming up, we ain't really we when we were younger, we ain't really paid no attention to no shit like that. But now that we're older, we see it immediately, and uh, you know, we try to step in and being. Well, let me take that back. You know, now that I'm going through this situation with with, with my baby mother, I don't do that shit no more. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I used to try to step up and take a lot of the burden off of it, but now where we we're at where we're at now, I don't do that shit no more. But I I used to. I used to be like, you know, let me go on call, get the kids, you know, uh, you know, try to give her a break. You know, she's been studying and doing her homework or whatever. Let me go and pick the kids up and just give her some extra time to just do whatever she wanna do. Or, you know, I ain't doing shit, man. Let me go and get the kids this week, this extra weekend, man. You know, I can spend more time with it. We can go do some you know, some basketball shit or whatever, you know, play a little ball game or get on the game or whatever. You know, that I, I would try to do shit like that. And, uh, you know, even on Mother's Day, you know, me and her, we don't really speak no more, but I bought, a, I bought them boys something, you know, for them to give to them so they can learn what it takes to love somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have that shit growing up. I ain't, no, I ain't know nothing about that. You know, I can't even remember a time I bought my mama something for Mother's Day until I started get making my own money. You know, so that, that's the type of shit yeah. we got to step in and do. Teach our sons how to love on somebody, man. We got to first True. learn to do that shit ourselves, though. Uh, like I, I tell I I came from a household. I had my mom and my daddy, but don't get it fucked. Like, my daddy was, me and my daddy didn't have a real good relationship because my daddy was, that nigga was, my, my daddy got multiple kids, bro. Not why my mom and daddy was married, <clears throat> but he was just, he was still, you know, yeah. he still thought he was that nigga. You feel me? 
So, you know, me and him ain't had the best relationship, and that nigga got a mouth on him, bro. So I, you know, I always vowed, I'm like, man, I don't ever want to be like this. Like, so when my wife, like, I hate it sometimes, like, if I get into a, we get into an argument, I hate it because when I have to raise my voice or go to a level, like, I'm never, don't get it wrong, don't get it fucked up, I'm not abusive at all. I'm never trying, I'm never verbally abusive or physically abusive, but because, because I seen somebody be, uh, yeah verbally abusive and i don't want to be that you know what i'm saying so uh but you i had to teach myself like i ain't gonna lie i did have uh i had my uncle my uncle uh like they'll say i don't understand how he did bro his wife uh got ill she had multiple sclerosis so if you don't know what that is you start yeah. to lose. It's kind of like Parkinson's almost. Lose the use of your muscles and shit like that. Uh, all that shit, bro. Your body breaks down. And he he had he had a job. He had his own side hustle, and he made sure she was three square a day. Everything he made time for her. All hmm. that shit, bro. And I just don't know how he did it. So I had I had an example on how to do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? But I seen yeah. how to do it the wrong way for so I think seeing how to do it the wrong way for so many years made me understand yeah. that I want to do it this way. And I, and I ain't and I ain't dogging my pops, man. I love my nigga. Nah, I mean because I'm him. Right. I, I mean he, I wouldn't be we here without him. We way better. I'm, yeah, I'm way better. The same way with mine. Me and him are way better now. And I would say, you know, things I remember seeing is some shit that I don't want to remember seeing, you know, growing up. And, uh, yeah. you know, when he when he finally left, he walked out or whatever, whatever reason was he walked out. I can remember only talking to my dad like twice a year. You know, that was on like birthdays and Christmas or whatever. Yeah. You know, if he came down for Christmas or whatever, that's the only time, you know, we would talk. He wasn't calling. Shit. You know, that was way before cell phones and shit. And <laughs> nigga was too cheap to call collect. Back. So that nigga wasn't calling, you know. That nigga called like twice a year. So Back. the people that I had to look up to as role models was niggas around the neighborhood. They was all fucking whoremongers, drug drug addicts. Uh... And that's what you want to be like. And then you get so caught up in the like us being young motherfuckers growing up in that hip hop. Right, man, that's the shit like, you heard every day. Right. We wanted, we wanted. To- we wanted to be players. We want that's nigga. You want to be a player. That's what you want to be. Like you had so unlearning the bullshit is the first step. And then now it's like it's twenty twenty, and all of this shit going on. Not only are we having to raise our young black men and women to you know the letting them know the yeah. goalposts is moved for us and teaching them that way. Now you have to like we have to make them understand. Cause it's a lot of creep shit that went on that was sweep, uh, swept under the rug, and now it's coming to light. You just really want you gotta also teach teach them how to love, and cause I was taught how to love. My wife taught me how to love. I, mean, yeah. I ain't know how to love. I yeah. ain't love no woman. She taught me how to love woman. I ain't know her. I thought I did, but she did. It wasn't me. Nothing I did. Um, but now that I know, uh, I have some type of clue. Even though I was raised by women, I just knew I was raised by women, so it gave me 
I feel like that shit was just an added advantage on Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of why I don't be getting mad, but I kind of frown up when I see them post about women talking about, you know, it ain't your job to teach a man how to love you, which is true. But at the same time, shit, a lot of y'all don't know what the fuck we went through growing up. Y'all, y'all gotta be the one exactly. to break this mold. Because exactly. if we don't, the cycle gonna continue. Y'all, y'all, y'all exactly. don't know half of what we saw growing up. Exactly. And they do, it's just like this shit kind of blind. Like, if you understood, like we was trying to live a life that uh we was trying to feel right. shoes that we could never fucking feel. Because the niggas who was preaching that yeah. shit couldn't feel that shit themselves. So, whatever. You know, that I, I don't want, we, can, we don't want to harp on it too long, but I just wanted to touch that topic. Uh, I don't want to leave this shit too heavy. But, uh, man, this shit was needed, bro. I think this shit is for the, 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 the back, the, the fucking possible backlash podcast is fucking definitely needed for the culture. People need to hear this shit. Um, it's, it's regular people out there who need it. Yeah, man, for real. Because I know, shit, bro. I know a lot of people didn't didn't been through similar situations and, and you know really don't be having nowhere else to turn to because you're gonna be judged no matter you know where you where you go. But at the end of the day, we all got our faults, but having those faults shouldn't allow us to remain stagnant in those faults. True. Definitely, bro. Um I think we I think we said a mouthful with this whole having and this whole topic, bro. I think this was needed. I think uh oh man, we forgot some stuff, but we're gonna get to that next week because we need to let that shit sit in. Uh well, I played that day Chappelle snippet earlier. We gotta get to that day Chappelle. Uh it wasn't even stand up, it was just the truth. Yeah, bro. We gotta get into that. Uh shit, we might we might have to double back and get them two this weekend. Shit. <laughs> Fine by me. We might have to talk. We might have to specifically talk on that, man. I I mistakenly left that out. Uh, the couple things that had hit. Uh, it's a couple things more we need to touch on. We might double back. We let's double back, man. I'm gonna make a promise, bro. We'll double back, and we'll give them a we'll give them another one. We'll give them another one. That's what's up. Uh, we'll set something up. We'll call. We'll call and talk about it. Yeah, we'll we'll give them another one because it's, it's it's three things we need to talk about that uh, uh that happened. It's Sunday for us right now while we're recording, but it's some stuff that happened Friday, Saturday that we uh thir- yeah Friday, Saturday we we definitely need to talk about and touch on. But um man, that's a bet. I also put a. Have you seen Spike Lee's joint yet? I'm gonna check it out probably tomorrow. Wow. Uh, when I get off. I think we need to unpack that one, too. Okay, I'll check it out, and we'll go from there. Uh, Y'all see how we fucking running this shit right now, and we goddamn ain't even behind the scenes for y'all niggas yet. You feel me? We already (laughs) fucking getting this shit right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, man, as always, bro, I'm always happy to speak with my brother, man, and have this platform to talk and, and 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 have this safe space to talk with my brother about the shit that really matters and some shit that people need to hear, bro. Man, for sure, man. Especially, you know, giving people insight, you know, from two imperfect people 
that everybody ain't perfect. We just out here trying to be better. You know, you ain't got to put this front on that you are perfect. You know, we ain't saying not to get better, but you know, just be yourself, man. We 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 not gonna we not gonna judge you for being yourself. Facts. And like that, we gone. Get at y'all later on this week. Y'all be later, blessed. my brother. You be safe. Y'all be safe. Much love. All right, bro. Yep.